Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. This week on Jordan and Jake. And I love the fact, just kind of listening to Matt Coach Rule after, like, he, they're pissed. This thing was attacked by a mighty predator. For sure, mountain lion attack. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. Jake, good to talk to you again, as we do every Friday. Uh, and from a rainy, windy, wintry look in Idaho. Uh, I, tell me the weather's good there, Jake, because I'm feeling kind of blue right now with this drizzle. You know, it's one of those days where it's like, I'm not going to see the sun all day, I can just tell you right now, Jake. Well, Jordan, I don't think I'm going to see a cloud, and it's 68 degrees nice. right now, and, and the humidity is low. So Okay, good. Like I'm living, yeah. I'm going to live yeah. vicariously through your weather because I'm a high energy, like I need to, you know, like in the Superman, when he would fly up into the stratosphere and like absorb the sun for energy. I'm definitely no Superman, but I need the sun every day. I'm pro. I've got to get it in me, Jake. So okay, I'm gonna send. A, I'm gonna be pulling your vibes uh, for the weather today because it's it's maybe I'm maybe I'm a little uh, off, Jake, because we had a big incident at the farm this week. Would you like to hear about it, Jordan? I'm dying to hear about it. So just please. <laughs> I thought you were. Let's, let's go. So my wife says, okay, so we got some fields around our house, pastures. We're getting ready to get uh, beef cows next year so there's a lot of open space right my wife says i think there's something dead out in the field will you go check it out because there was like scavenger birds circling about okay, okay sure no problem and i'm thinking like a cat or something you know like we got we got raccoons and your average like stuff here some coyotes and whatever so i'm thinking it's something you know something small i go out there it's a deer jake okay there's white-tailed deer okay. and mule, mule deer around us. And as I get closer, Jake, this thing was attacked by a mighty predator. Okay. okay? And, and what I mean by that was, as I do some CSI investigation around the scene of the crime, this thing was taken down in one of our irrigation ditches. And there's a scene, like I needed to chalk tape off the scene because there was a mess. And then this deer got drugged like 15 yards in the middle of the field. For sure, mountain lion attack, Jake DeLome. Really? Yes. Never you, seen a mountain you, lion around. Okay, here. that was yeah. the next. That was the next question. Do you ever see them? Heck no. I mean, we're in like an agricultural area with flat land. You know, mountains in the distance, but we're right along a river. So this river corridor holds a lot of animal activity. Never a mountain lion. So of course now everybody's on high alert because this. I we called fish and game to identify they said oh yeah for sure mountain lion attack it's high alert around here jake maybe that's why i'm thrown off okay wow man <laughs> you see that that's something that we just don't have down here obviously so that's pretty you, uh, you'd have a crawfish attack that's what would happen to that yeah. deer in your part of the wood just a bunch of pinch marks all over that son of a gun <laughs> exactly anyway uh, okay yeah so i'm i'm gonna go back to superman yeah and i want to know speaking of superman so Clark Kent was Luke Keekley. We all know that. Have you spoken right. with him? And how is it going this year not playing and helping out on the 
coaching slash personnel side. I just as like I a, do, I like yeah, as I do with most of my buddies that are deep into the heart uh, or deep into the belly of pro football still, whether player, coach, or scout, or trainer, or equipment manager, any of those things, uh, sports information, whatever, right? As you know, Jake, they're really busy. So I try not to bug them. There's been some text communications and such. I have got reports back that his scouting job all the way down to picking up tryout players at the airport. I mean, he's full on interning as a scout or as working as a, a scout, low level scout. So can <laughs> you imagine? Minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. So yes, you're going on a visit. How you doing? Yeah. What's your name? I'm Luke Keekley. I'm here to pick you up. I'm the intern that's bringing and, and then, you for a workout. Yeah, what position <laughs> do you play? And the guy says middle linebacker. Damn it. <laughs> you know, like, oh my god yeah that that'd be a little intimidating but luke's such a nice guy he probably has like you know when you get in like a really nice uber and they have waters and gum and stuff for you that's probably luke hey it, what station do you like to listen to how's the how's the temperature in this car are you okay so, oh my god luke, that is awesome if, if he you know what it's kind of the dan morgan you know dan uh dan morgan yes. now he's you know, the big dog. Is he still in Buffalo? I think yes, so. Yes, he's still right? in Buffalo. Yeah. Correct. Yes. So he's the head of pro scouting, I believe, in Buffalo. And he started out with the Seahawks just as an intern. But I don't know if he picked up tryout guys at the airport. But that that's Luke in a nutshell right there. Right, Jake? Just like, you know what? I'll do, wow. The job needs done. Let's do it. So anyways, that's my uh, update for you from my personal life. Jake, the Panthers played the Chiefs last week. At this point, it's kind of old news as we're getting ready to see the Bucks in two days. But a lot of talk about, about that game against the Chiefs, Jake. The, you told me the key was to ball security, um, eat up the clock, stay on the field, the opening drive for the Panthers. You, you mentioned it um, before the, we came on the air that the Panthers won the toss, elected to receive. Went down on a long drive, scored. I mean, I I know they I know the team lost. There were three and six, four game losing skid. There's lots of stuff to talk about in a negative light if you'd like. But going and playing the Chiefs at home and losing by three two points, you know, there's a lot to build on right there, Jake. I, listen, I think that I think there's a ton to build on. I love the fact that because everybody defers when they win the toss, defer, get the ball the second half. Well. I just love the attitude. One, hey, we're taking the ball. We're going down. We're going to score. We don't want Mahomes to get it. And we're going to keep him on the bench for a little bit. Well, we had a nine-minute drive. And we score on a, on a fourth down play. That was fantastic with Christian coming, you know, from a like a, a – it was like a, scat sc a scan screen, so to speak. He'd scan one side and he slipped out and the guy missed him. And I just thought it was great. I, I'm with you in that – you. Listen, I don't believe in moral victories. I, I really and truly don't. And I love the fact, just kind of listening to Matt Coach Rule after, like, he, they're pissed. And I don't know if I can say that or not, but, like, okay, enough of the moral victories. At some point, we need to turn this thing around and, and get us a win. And I love that mindset. That mindset. There's not like a, hey, listen, we played the world champs close. We went down to, I know it was a long field goal, but we did okay. No, screw that. You know, we, we need to find a way to get a win somehow. And I, I just I like the mindset that uh, that they're going with. I, I truly I truly love it. Now, I love that quote. I wrote it down right here in front of me, Jake. That rule said he wants his players mad after games like that. And I think, oh, okay. I think yeah, that, that's 
Yeah. That's it. I think that he, he, Coach Rule, did a great job of, I mean, you can only control so much from the sidelines, you know, and one of your favorite sayings is it's, what is it? It's Johnny's and Joe's, not X's and O's, right? I mean, and that's true. Like matchups and players win the game. Coaches can control a good a good deal from the sideline. But what can he control? Three for three on fourth down, Jake. You don't go for it on fourth down three times in a game unless you're saying, gosh darn it, we got to win this game, right? Fake punt, onside kick. Like only so many things that can be controlled from the sideline to give that attitude that you're saying, let's, we got to win. We're doing everything it takes to win. And he gave his players a chance, Jake. And I, I know as a player, when a coach has given you all those options and, and just cutting everything loose, it's got to make you feel like, okay, you know, th this is, this has got to be important to us. Yeah. And I, I thought that was great. And listen, the, the fake punt, I mean, the pass on the fake punt to dial it up. Sweet. And it's not like it was like extremely easy. Yeah, he's wide open, but they're coming after him. Make a great. I, I love it. I just I like the mindset, and uh, we need to carry that mindset over for for this week because, you know, we all know Tom and and Tampa's coming in. Well, they got. I mean, that was a skull drugging on Sunday night. They got so embarrassed on Sunday night, and here you go with Bruce Arians calling out Tom Brady again. So we're going to play a team that's obviously it's going to be extremely uh, on edge, to say the least. Um, so what, what better challenge this week to, to get a win at home uh, and, and, to, and to get our fourth win of the season? I think it's that's what I'm so excited to be able to watch this weekend, because it's a matchup, not a team that let's say they would have won Sunday night Tampa um, and, and kind of maybe put their foot in the driver's seat for the NFC South. Now they're two games back on the Saints, really two and a half because they lost both of them. And so, you know, this is a must game for them to keep going. And the questions about Antonio Brown and, and things of that nature. Uh, but that defense with Tampa that's been so dominant and playing great made Aaron Rodgers really look like an average quarterback, to say the least. Um, Drew shredded that defense and, and laughing and joking on the sideline. So this is a team that's going to be on edge. and you know, want to see how we respond from a game that we laid it on the line. And uh, let's see if we can regroup and do it again. Well, I'm going to put a bookmark right there, Jake, because I want to talk at length about the Buccaneers. But I have a question for you about the Chiefs game, a, a play in particular, if you if you would uh, go back with me. So the yes. touchdown pass, you called it like a – you called it what? You said a scat – Scat like a scan, like, like a scan, like a scan. Yeah, screen. right. Yeah, right. Right. Okay. So the Chiefs' defense, one of two things happened. So they had mugged up secondary players in like double B gap. Right. One was Tyron Matthew, and the other was on our offensive left was another player. I can't remember who it was. Uh, Juan, I believe uh, and Christian. I think Thornhill, the other safety. Thornhill. Yeah, there you go. See, that's why I ask you, right? I'm I talk about deer getting attacked, and you know all the ins and outs <laughs> of the personnel, right? We're a good team. So, anyways, the defense had to have been designed, according to how I saw it, as those two defenders are mugged up. They're sharing the responsibility of Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield, right? So, whichever Correct. way he releases, that guy covers Christian one on one. The other guy comes on a blitz well Correct. your boy thornhill or whatever he came no matter what the same side mccaffrey released out of so what i'm what if that's the way you saw it as well what i want to tell our listeners is there's special players out there okay uh -huh. and i'm tooting the horn of tyron matthew here to 
be the blit, the called blitz guy based on the way Christian released, see him release and see that your teammate has messed up and sprint to cover Christian knowing that you're in trouble defensively and try to get over there and cover, which he was he was not able to do, Jake. But that those are the little things that you can see in a game and are just so impressive at what a top-tier player in the NFL can do based on – or shown against just a guy in the NFL, Jake. Well, I, listen, you hit it on the head. And, one, it's so hard to guard Christian when you know he's going to be running a route, much less looking like, anticipating he's going to block, go across the ball from one side to the other and then get out. And Tyron Matthews recovers and, and tries to go cover him. And so that just goes to show you – um, just the football wherewithal, I guess you could say, of, of a Matthew. And that's something that Thornhill is going to learn from because, like, they're just going to pick a side. And I thought Daryl Johnson, Moose Johnson, who was the uh, analyst, I thought he did a great job when they came back from commercial break to try to explain that. But um, that's just special football players. And, listen, Thornhill had a tough job for Christian to be able to kind of look like he's going to go block him and then get right past him. Uh, Christian's first step is pretty lethal. So, but – it worked, and a great play call. Um, I, I loved it by Coach Brady, uh, especially on a fourth down like that. And uh, it was a good way to get started, there's no doubt. No, and then the, the biggest thing in that game, Jake, and it was widely discussed too, is 12 penalties for uh, 82 yards by our Panthers. And when you're playing against a team like the Chiefs, that's not going to get it done. But all right, so thanks for going back there with me. Now let's talk about more about the Bucks, as you said. You know, the, the news is Tom Brady, the worst loss of his career last week. If you play long enough, you're going to set new records, some of them good, some of them bad, right, Jake? Traditionally, Tom Brady doesn't lose two games in a row. That's the first time that he's lost to the, a division opponent twice in the same year, right? So a lot of firsts happened last week. But you would expect him to come back with a vigor. And when you look – I'm just – Crossing my fingers, Jake, that the the weapons, right? They've added Antonio Brown, which I'd like to hear your thoughts on. Chris Godwin's coming back off of, I believe he had a finger surgery, right? You got Gronk, Mike Evans, Fournette, who was once like a feature back in the league, is now just one of the guys on offense. If it all clicks at some point with these new weapons, it could be scary. You know, what's our defense going to have to do to, to keep that offense that's going to be, a, as you said, a they're pissed off offense as well. What, what's the, the defense going to have to do to keep them at bay, Jake? Well, I think the same game plan as last week, keep Tom off the field. Listen, there's a lot of weapons on that offense for Tampa. And to keep everybody, I don't want to use the word happy, but involved, um, it seems like were they trying too much to go to uh, Antonio last week? And someone asked me that during the course of the week, and I just kind of mentioned, I think Mike Evans has been battling a hamstring. So his practice time is probably somewhat limited. And Antonio Brown, he's a maniacal worker. Uh, and that was even evident last week coming out of Tampa, how the shape he was in and how he practiced. And you know him and Tom threw a great deal in the offseason and, and things like that. And Antonio staying in the guest house. Um, so I'm anxious to see if that kind of uh, throws a wrench into their operation um, as a Tampa staff. If they're trying too hard, if Tom tried too much, you would think, someone of Tom's stature and his experience and age that he would just let the offense come to him. So I'm kind of wondering if there was just a little too much. And listen, I don't care who you are. When a coach calls you out, you don't like it. I mean, 
you just don't like it. And that's twice Arians has done that uh, this year. Um, so I'm kind of wondering what's Tom's mindset. And I know mentally he's so strong, but what's his mindset? Is he like, well, screw this. You know, I'm working my tail off and we ran the ball five times the other night. We couldn't really do anything running the football and uh, we had trouble blocking them. So I just wonder if there's a little trouble in paradise and I hopefully uh, there's still some more trouble this weekend. Um, did you, I enjoyed watching that game of the Saints Bucks last week because obviously you got the two career touchdown passing leaders head to head, right? Drew Brees is on top currently 564, Tom Brady 561. You're a quarterback, Jake, and you're, you've thrown a lot of touchdowns as well. But what, what did you, do you think those guys are thinking about that, especially when they're going head to head in the same division and Drew has a better game and his numbers go up and how much does it mean to them? And do you think that they're going to try to play one guy's going to try to play a year longer than the next? You know what I mean, Jake? There's a lot to that. It's just such an interesting dynamic to get to watch those two guys going head to head. What's going through their brains, you think, Jake? Listen, I think they can say the right things that, it, you know, they don't know, but I promise you they do know. Go back to this golfing challenge they had before the season started with Phil Mickelson and Tiger and Peyton uh, Manning and, um, and, um, and, and Tom. You know, Tom wasn't playing well because he's not on the golf course. He's getting ready for a season. And Tom was getting upset. You know, Tom was very upset with himself. And he made a shot one time and he told Charles Barkley, you know, to where to go because they were kind of you know, hammering him a good bit. So I think without a doubt, those guys got some, I mean, it's pride and, and, and they want to hold on to those records and um, getting embarrassed at home. Uh, Tom last week and, and Drew playing well. And I don't know if they'll continue on an, another year or so longer for those records, but I wouldn't be surprised by that. Well, that, I mean, I'm looking at the leaderboard right now. You got Aaron Rodgers is almost 200 passes behind those guys 180 Roethlisberger's 180 behind them so definitely you know they're they're in rare air up there but who knows the way the league is now you're on here you want to know where you sit all time yes 106th that's not bad Jake if you go back out for one more year you can crack the top 100 all right and just (laughs) think just and and just and and think about it just think if I had good receivers you know what I mean I had to play with like well yeah you know what what was the what was the mm-hmm. kid's name from Utah? What was his name? I, whatever. I can't even remember his name. And then yeah. the other guy from Michigan yeah. State. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. if I had quality There's receivers, you know. What about like a possession? Just, what about like a possession receiver that always was in the right spot at the right time? You know, like a little guy, you know, yeah, little, well, little guy I, from we Lake had Forest. None of that. You know? Yeah, we no. had none of that. If I probably I mean, I had was, none of that. I, had, I probably, yeah, I probably I, was I, responsible I, for a couple of passes not getting in the end zone. I'll take that. I mean, who do we suit up with? Uh, what was his name? Ricky Pro. Uh, I mean, come on. Yep. Rick, what can he do? Musin mm-hmm. Muhammad. And uh, what was the yep. other guy? Steven? Steven Smith? Something. I can't even remember. I mean, he never Smith. made a play. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. You made the best of what you had to work with. Uh, you know who else yeah. does that, Jake? Joe Brady, our offensive coordinator, and Byron Leftwich, offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's the time of year, Jake. I'm not talking about the holidays. I'm talking about rumblings of head coaching candidates. Both the guys' names have been thrown out there, whether it's serious or not, who knows. I have to think Leftwich would be further ahead in the line because he's been in the NFL coaching longer. What What do you think about that, both of those guys' names? The, the personalities that Byron Leftwich is having to work with right now offensively, oh, my God, he deserves some kind of award for that. 
and Joe Brady having a impressive offense with a COVID horrible offseason and a first year in the NFL as a coordinator. I mean, both guys are doing a pretty impressive job, Jake. Do you think there's any head coaching possibilities next year? I'm not talking about eventually because to me that's an easy yes, but next year for either of these guys. You know, um, I think without a doubt, and I'm not saying it just to have so just to have some rhetoric. I think without a doubt they're both going to be head coaches. Is it next year? I'm so anxious to see what the coaching carousel looks like with the whole COVID situation and financially. And I do understand most of these owners are all billionaires and, and they can buy out contracts, but fiscally responsible. Uh, I'm, I'm anxious to see, I just, I'm not sure if it's next year, but listen, there have been some quick hires in the NFL and it seems like the young offensive mind, I guess you could say is Vogue. I mean, that's, that's kind of, that's the, that's the the flavor, I guess you could say. So would not be surprised, but I would like to think in, in another year or so, I think those two will get their jobs. I, I, I would assume this year will be more so. Um, I don't think there's any doubt that Eric Bieniemy is getting one. I would be surprised if Brian Dable uh, in Buffalo, what, what they're doing, especially with Josh Allen, the progression he's made year after year, uh, he'll get one. So um, I'm anxious to see how it all shakes out, but I would not be surprised. And you just kind of wonder, you know, the sudden rise from Joe Brady being a, a quality control coach in New Orleans to the offensive coordinator at LSU, one of the greatest st- statistical teams we've ever seen in college football, and now having some success with the Panthers. Um, you know, so I'm anxious to see because that is a very quick rise. And and listen, kudos to these guys. They've they've done it the hard way. They've they've started and they've worked and. Um, what they're putting out, the product they're putting out is is good. That's why people are following or, or taking. Well, if Joe Brady does, yeah, if Joe Brady does get an interview and he needs a ride to the airport, I bet Luke Kuechly would take him. Don't I don't think? think there's any doubt Luke would. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last thing I got. I'm for still you, amazed Jay. by that. I'm I'm still amazed by that. Like, I mean, if you're a free agent linebacker from William and Mary for a practice squad spot and. You get picked up by Luke Keekley. I just, I just he blows my mind. You're probably asking him for an autograph. I would think so. You think? Can we get a selfie when we're done? I mean, you know, yeah. you just kind of wondering if that's the, uh, the whole conversation. Well, it won't be long before Luke's, you know, in the Hall of Fame talks, and then you could have a potential Hall of Famer picking you up at the airport. That'd be even better. Uh, okay, last thing on Panthers.com, which I peruse often, both as a fan and prepping for podcasts. There's the uh, FanDuel Gridiron Pick'em. Have you seen this feature, Jake, on the website? So I, fans can win I, up to yes, I have. Go ahead. Okay, no, up have. to a thousand bucks. Okay. So Jake Delome, I'm you. You can win up to zero dollars by getting this right, but I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I thought it'd be fun. All right, ready? First yes, off, sir. will the Panthers' defense sack Tom Brady two or more times? Yes. Hello, Jake. Yes. yes. No. Were you I, thinking I was, that whole Jordan, time? I, I was thinking that whole time. So I'm going over Brian Burns. There's zero dollars on the line. Just say yes or no. Okay. It's a pride I mean, thing, Jordan. It's a pride thing. I say yes. <laughs> so you said yes. Okay. And I'm also not tracking these results. So we'll just assume you got 100% next week. Okay. okay. Who will lead the Panthers in catches this week? DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Robbie Anderson, Mike Davis, or someone else? Hmm. I say Robbie Anderson. All right, good. Robbie Anderson. I would not disagree. Will the Panthers score a TD of, on a play of 30-plus yards? 
I don't think we have a 30-plus yard touchdown. I believe we're going to go on long, methodical drives this week and keep Tom Brady and that offense on the bench. That's my belief. There you go. I'll take a defensive score of 30 or more yards. That'd be sweet. Okay, will the Panthers convert on a fourth down? Yes, we're going for it. I promise you we will go for it on fourth down at some point. Agreed. Two more to go. I hope you have the stamina to finish. Here we go. Which team will have the most total offensive yards? Carolina, Tampa Bay, or a tie? Seems unlikely to tie. Um, Carolina, we will have more offensive yards. Okay, last one. Will the Panthers make one or more interceptions? Yes or no? I say no. Okay. Well, Jake DeLome, thank you for being a contestant on this week's Gridiron Fan Duel Pick'em. If you win and have the most answers right this week, you will share in the winnings of $0, sponsored by Jordan Gross. So congratulations there, buddy. Um, that's all I got. We got to go. We're up against the clock, Jake. Well, Jordan, I think you did okay. You showed up on time this week, which is better. Yep. So there's some I'm improvement back on, track. on your end. Yes. I'm going to keep an eye out for them mountain lions too, Jake. All right? The Jordan yep. and Jake podcast is powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. Oh, by the way, we did, Matt, our producer, did name last week's episode. Don't explain, don't complain, find solutions. So kudos to Matt for taking a Jake's lead last week. Nice job, Matt. Jake, I'll talk to you next week. Hopefully the Panthers stop their four-game skid and are four and six. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Good job. Matt, I love the name last week. Good stuff, kid. You're learning, son. You're learning. Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way.